Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is What is Temptation? And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I've been on the air now for over 30 years. And every program that I make has got to be fresh. When I listen to some of my old programs going back many years, yeah, they were good, but the new ones are better. And the very best one, the very best one, for the most part, is the latest one. Because every time I make a program, I know a little more. And the information has a little more depth to it. And I think most importantly, it's more succinct, more to the point. Basically, our problem is we are separated from our true life. And we live a false life, a false animal life, a sensuous life, a life that is sustained by a walking trance, a dream, a daydream, a goal of some glory of some sort, some high, some pleasure, pleasure being a lower form and taking the place of that excitement to our ego. And that excitement to our ego is a little taste of what we ultimately want, which is perfect glory, because we all want to play God, don't we? We dream of some sort of greatness, and each person is tempted by some particular uh, idea of glory. It could be the idea of, of being a friend to everyone, or the idea of, of changing society, or the idea of having money, health, power, wealth, of being a great this or a great that, of having people respect you and admire you, or having people come to you and say, yeah, you were, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know what a great person you were and how nice you were and how you were so helpful. It could be the idea of getting even with someone, or it could devolve to simply being a quest for some sort of pleasure, or it could be a quest to get rid of some sort of a hunger or some sort of an addiction or some sort of tension. So it devolves, but it's basically the idea of being like a god. And we dream of greatness where people, and oh yes, and it always involves other people, other people admiring us, other people worshiping us, other people acknowledging us and telling us how great we are and what a good job we're doing and other people apologizing to us for not for not having seen how great we are. You got the idea. So we're sustained by these dreams of greatness and glory, and we pursue them as a, as a goal, a hope. And we put faith in whatever promises to deliver that that we want. You see, 
And so we walk in a trance, pursuing the goals, and we all the while are separated from our true life. And then one day we wake up and see that it was all for naught. And so now it would be much better to wake up and realize that uh, you're living someone else's life and following a goal that someone else gave you and start to live. Start to find your own true life. Find it. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. I want to continue with this theme of, uh, of pursuing some goal. Whenever you make anything more important than what you know is right in your heart, whenever anything becomes too important to you, even, yeah, even trying to be nice, if you make that too important, or trying to be liked, or trying to be a good guy, or trying to, to save the world, or whatever it is that, even, even a seemingly nice goal, if you make that too important, then what is it? It's just something for your ego. And when you do, you become blind to reality. You know, it's like, I'll just give you a simple example, one that you all understand. You're in a grocery store, although now with the, with the COVID thing, it's a little different now with social distancing and so on. But you can easily imagine a grocery store where there's a line that's going to form at a cash register. There's only one cash register open, and there's people heading toward that cash register. And then you rush. You see them going there, and you rush to try to get there ahead of them. See what I mean? And while you're rushing to get ahead of them, you forget about courtesy. You forget about everybody else except your own selfish wants and desires. See what I mean? And then if somebody gets there ahead of you, then what? Then you resent them. You have fallen from kindness, from good-naturedness, from a sense of humor. You've fallen from that. You've fallen to something lower, something lower where you're resentful if other people get there ahead of you. Do you see how, how it's a fall? And, and all because you wanted to get there first. Now, there's something about these goals that we have that make, make us not want to give them up. And I don't know how to describe it other than to say that someone can have some kind of a goal and they keep pursuing it until they've destroyed everything. Like, like let's say there's some woman that hates her husband. She hates her husband because he's not there for her. He, she wants something from him, and he can't provide it, so she hates him. And eventually it reaches the point that anything that he does, she can't say anything good about anything that he does. She hates the way he eats, and the way he sits in a chair, and the way he snores, and she hates the sports that he watches, and she hates his friends, and she she hates his... his uh, conversation, and pretty soon she hates everything about him. 
and she becomes fixated on hating him. And she tells all of her friends that he's no good. And she turns the kids against him. And she is relentless in pursuing this goal. And you would think that it would be so easy to one day simply say, hey, you know what? He's not such a bad guy and just let it go. But no. How about people who have some addiction to cocaine or something? They pursue it. Some addiction. And they pursue it. And they just keep pursuing it. It's really frightening, really. Well, you see, here's what it is. Let me see if I can explain it to you in very simple terms. You know how you have charges, you have positive charges and negative charges, and the positive and negative charges repel, attract each other, but like charges repel. So you put a bunch of like charges together and they repel each other. And off they go, away from each other. You see? And they go as far as they can get from each other and then they hit the wall of some sort and then they sit there clinging to the metal or something as far away as they, as they can get. But then on the other hand, if you have charges that attract each other, they have this pull and they pull, pull, pull and they won't stop. They never stop pulling until eventually they're released and then they come together. You see what I mean? So it's something like that, that these goals, these hopes, these dreams, these pleasures, these addictions, these, yeah, that kind of stuff. And it, de it devolves, see, it devolves from a, a dream of greatness to a dream of trying to get even. And then when your health is destroyed, trying to get even, then a dream of, of getting better. And then a dream of getting even, you know, if somebody, you, you go to someone, they give you the wrong treatment and, it, and, and you have side effects and then you're worse off and then you want to, you, you know, get money out of them and then you have that dream or that goal. And then eventually when your daydreams and schemes and goals don't work out, then, then you live for the next cigarette, the next meal, the next drink, the next puff of marijuana. See? And, or the next pleasure, the next pill. See how, how it devolves? And resentment takes the place of that which you didn't get. See, you have a goal. You want everybody to admire you and think you're beautiful and wonderful and nice, and then they don't, so you hate them. You resent them. Then you resent yourself, and then you resent God. You resent everything, everybody. And that resentment then, you see, it replaces the dream very nicely. And now you just walk around, instead of having the dream of greatness and having people admire you, now you just resent. And you, you have a... a it's almost like now you have a goal of seeing people as wrong. See, that's another goal. A goal of seeing people as wrong. Look at him. Look at her. Look at her kids. Look at how dirty her car is. Look at her hair. Look at her shoes. See, look at her. She's not doing as much work as me, and she's getting paid more than I do. Look at him. He doesn't appreciate me. Look at him. He didn't say good morning to me. Look at her. She... She uh, ignored me when I walked by. See? So your goal now is to find everybody as being wrong. So, knock it off. And how are you going to do that? 
we have to find something to replace it, something else to cling to, something else to attach to, no, not another person. Find your Creator and His life and His positive force field. His positive force field will push back, push away, hold at a distance, hold at arm's length all the negativity and the foolishness and the lies and permit you to recover, permit you to go through life without a goal, without a resentment, without a dream of greatness, without wanting anything from anybody. That's what his force field will permit you to do. So you must find it. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. In these challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon, Meditation. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And... You can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Roland. This program is my bread and butter. Yes, I have many books. They're very good. They're nice to read and stumble upon something in the book that is a delight. And it causes you to realize. And then you take that with you throughout the day. It's beautiful. And I have many 
lectures on YouTube and on Vimeo. Very nice lectures. But this program is my bread and butter. It's like a clarion call. A call to wake up. Wake up and smell the coffee. Wake up and smell the roses. Wake up from your daydream. You, you probably remember the beautiful fairy tale. Well, you heard of Alice in Wonderland. She fell down the rabbit hole and then she was lost in this topsy-turvy world. But well, that's what happened to you. And what's the rabbit hole that you fell into? You fell into your thoughts. People upset you and angered you and disappointed you and emotionalized you. And then you fell into thought. You became lost in thought. Lost down there in your imagination and all kinds of thoughts, which would soon become very negative. And so you must rise above those thoughts. Find out how to stand back and watch them. And you've probably also heard, remember the beautiful fairy tales where perhaps a, a, a lovely, like Sleeping Beauty, fell asleep and then she had to be awakened by a kiss from the prince. Well, you need to be awakened by a kiss from the Prince of Peace. And so this program is a clarion call to awaken. Now, the first half of today's program, I talked about um, find that one thing. I talked about the baggage of the past, but how it can all be for good because you, you suffer for it. And your suffering causes you to cry out, see if everything is too comfortable. You probably heard years ago they had an expression called the comfort zone. I don't know if you remember. Somebody wrote a book called The Comfort Zone. It was a bestseller, or he talked about the comfort zone. And you know what that is. I remember one time I was going for a job interview, and the person that interviewed me was a mid-level manager, fairly high in the mid-level of a big corporation. And then we had breakfast, and then he interviewed me. But as we were talking, I, could no I noticed that he was sort of jaded. He wasn't excited, you know, happy at the food and the beautiful blue sky outside and the fresh day and everything. He was just very jaded, very blasé. And then he was talking about golden handcuffs. In other words, the perks, the pension, the vacation, the sick pay, the paid holidays, you know, the big salary, the stock options. They were like golden handcuffs. He couldn't let go of them. And they kept him from what? from being free. Now, I'm not saying that it's not okay to work for a big corporation. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that you, you can't have nice things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it all depends on your attitude. They don't have to be golden handcuffs, but for many people they are. So, remember Zig Ziglar said you must, you must turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Well, Christ is the one. Remember? He even said that he was the one that People stumbled over, uh, but not those who love him. For them, he helps them. He helps them to overcome the baggage of the past. All right, so you suffered at the hands of people who also had suffered. It was done to them, see? But you don't want to pass it on. You want to pass on the suffering to your children, the hate, the anger, the resentment, the bitterness, the rage. See, a life dedicated to someone else's, to some goal. You must find your own life and be free. So I was talking about, um, all you have to do is find one thing, one thing, find the 
linked to your greater, and you were very close to it when you were a little child, very close. You had it, in fact, when you were born. When you were born, you had intuition, the ability to see and to, and to know without words. You must refine your intuition. You still have it, but you've lost it. You're, down, you're lost down in your thoughts right now. The way your parents were, the way everybody is, they're all lost in their thoughts. They're lost in the upside-down Alice in Wonderland world. I said your intuition, when you get above thought and get the little meditation that I have, it'll help you to do that. So when you're there in that space, when you find that one thing, that space, that attitude, that closeness, then you can see, you can stand back and see, and God gives you the power to stand back. He gives you the power to observe what you once were upset by. Now he lets you just observe it without becoming upset. And then you see with understanding. Wordlessly, you just see that other people can't help themselves. So you stop hating them. Your parents couldn't help themselves. Now you can have compassion. See? Instead of hate. And the other kids and everyone. And you can also have compassion on yourself. Yeah, you too. You too. You had an ego and uh, you resented. Yeah, you wanted to have your own way. And you wanted people to admire you and worship you. And uh, so on. When they didn't, you hated them. Well, that's not very nice. Now you just have to see that and knock it off. That's all. Just knock it off. And you will be able to when you see in God's light. When you get close, you begin to move intuitively with wisdom. But as I was about to say, when you fall away from that light, when you fall into the imagination and into, the, into thoughts and into emotions, then what? Then who communicates with you down there? The guy with the horns. The guy with the horns. He communicates to you down there. Where do you think all these negative thoughts come from? All these creatively cruel thoughts that come to mind when you get angry at someone. Where do you suppose they come from? So, no, you can't. You can't. Uh, it's, you're dealing with something spiritual. It's beyond psychology. It's beyond psychology. So what you need is God's help. And it's so easy. All you have to do is learn to stand back. Get the little meditation. Stand back and observe. Like when you were a little child. Just watch and let it pass. You see? But what I was about to say about finding this one thing. There's a very beautiful story in the Bible about Solomon. He was very wise. He became very wise. Now, how did he become wise? Well, at one point, God said to Solomon, you know, you can have one wish granted. So Solomon could have wished for wealth. He could have wished for, for money, for power, for houses, for vacations, for respect, for people's admiration. He could have wished for all that kind of stuff. But you know what he wished for? He's, he wished for one thing. He wished for wisdom. He, he asked God for wisdom so that he could rule God's people properly. And because of that pure intent, God honored that and gave him wisdom. But then he also gave him everything else. Christ said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his right way, and all other things will be added unto you. So now do you understand? Find your creator. Find the link to your creator. That's all you have to do. And then cherish that link. Learn to go through the world 
like you did when you were a little child, just watching. I hope you enjoyed today's program. I certainly enjoyed making it. You can listen to this program again at our audio archives at SheddingShackles.com. Now I want to mention something about a couple of books that I have. The place where all of these principles really, really become super important is with your family, with your loved ones, with your partner, you know that, and with your parents, and with your kids. And so, I've written a couple of books that are really good, and they're actually my most popular selling books. The first one I wrote about relationships, yes, relationships, is called The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. You can find it at Amazon.com, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. It's really, really basic stuff for you young couples. For those of you who want to get married again and this time want to get it right, for those of you that something went wrong in the relationship between you and your kids or you and your parents, I really recommend it. And then I have another book. It's called Putting the Forever Back in Love. And maybe that would be the second book to get. And I have a lot of chapters in there about raising kids with common sense and with patience. So please listen to this little announcement and perhaps it would be nice to preview the books at Amazon.com. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>